Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Transgender athletes' participation in school athletics has been under heavy scrutiny. Will a proposed new rule to Title IX help, hurt, or do anything at all to help Michigan's school athletics and its transgender athletes? My first thought that was that the proposal was a little bit vague. They left open a lot of different interpretations. I'm Brian Fisher, and this is The Daily J. Title IX has been around for over 50 years. Originally, it was designed to prohibit discrimination based on sex in education. But since it first began in 1972, it has grown and evolved to include more types of protections. And President Biden looks to add another rule, this time to protect transgender athletes. But how will it do that? I asked George Sanders, a professor of sociology at Oakland University, to help explain. It originated in an effort to provide equal opportunities and resources for women in terms of athletics and slowly began to expand uh, to include issues around sexual harassment. And as things evolved, it started to encompass, you know, not just students' uh, relationships with one another, with the institution, but also with faculty. And now recently, the proposed amendment would prohibit athletic programs that receive federal funding from categorically or limiting people who identify as trans participation on various athletic teams based on their gender identity. To better understand what this means for transgender athletes, I felt it was important to talk to someone who was a part of the community. I was not out in high school. I went through my youth strictly living as a man. The whole time, though, like from the time I was probably 10 years old was when I first didn't feel right, right around the time that male puberty started kicking in. And I think, okay, sure, it would be nice, but I don't ever see myself being in a circumstance where I could come out and live my true self. And part of that had to do with the fact that I was very athletic. It wasn't until Caitlyn Jenner announced her transition that I truly started, okay, I can, I can live my true self. Maybe this is not something I can hide from. Uh, and then it was discovering a couple of transgender sports journalists, people who worked in sports media like myself, who had, were out and proud trans women. And I was like, yes, I can do this. That was the voice of Jenny Hoynowski, and she is the network producer for 97 Won the Ticket, as well as a transgender woman. The proposed rule prohibits schools from outright banning transgender student-athletes from participating with the gender they identify with. But instead, the school would have to take every athlete on a case-by-case basis to determine if they can play. 
But according to Jenny, the parameters to determine eligibility are vague. My first thought that was that the proposal was a little bit vague. It left open a lot of different interpretations. It did sort of glance on the no broad bans and sort of thing. I still feel like some of these states that have passed blanket bans still feel like there's plenty of room for defense there because they left it, okay, all these different things that should be taken into account. They didn't give entirely specific guidelines. Okay, like what does it mean to be able to watch out for the health of the transgender athlete? Where, like, where's your cutoff point for level of competition? It felt like it sort of brought attention to the problem and gave some kind of hint of an answer or a path forward to an answer. But it, to me, it didn't provide the type of protection that myself as a transgender athlete would be looking for. Jenny isn't the only person who felt the wording of the rule was unclear. Professor Sanders actually believes the rule's murky guidelines will allow for continued discrimination. Rather than having this proposed legislation be as conditional as it is, it's almost as though we're providing programs with the rationale to disqualify trans athletes from participating. So it's too conditional, too many caveats, too many qualifications that need to be addressed to make this more broadly about a welcoming and inclusive environment. In fact, both sides of the issue were critical of this rule due to the lack of clarity. The next voice you will hear is of David Coleman, a lawyer for Great Lakes Justice Center, and he believes this will open the door for transgender athletes to dominate women's sports. It sets the standards that says you might be able to deny a trans athlete from participating if you meet two standards. One thing is it says first that if you are not allowing a trans athlete to participate, it must be substantially related to achieve an educational goal. And then the second one is if you meet that standard, then it also cannot minimize the harm to the trans athlete. So what do those two things mean? Your guess is as good as mine. What educational goals, you know, are are related to this and harm to the trans person? Well, obvious from that phrase, what they're ignoring, and that's the harm to the female athletes who are going to be denied spots on teams or be denied opportunities to participate. But but that's the standard that they're trying to put in. Clearly, this is something that nobody knows what it means. Nobody knows how it'll play out. So you're going to have litigation for years over them. The impact this would have on women's sports came to the forefront of this conversation with everybody I spoke with. So I asked, why so much concern about women's sports and not men's? Here's David again. Well, I think it's because of the obvious science and biological differences between females and males. How many females would really be able to participate on the male basketball team? You know, there are obvious scientific reasons for that strength, undeniable physical characteristics that males have an advantage over females. You know, chromosomes are not social constructs. They don't lie. And so males have an advantage there. So that's why you're seeing the, that's why you see someone like Aaliyah Thompson, who when he was a male swimmer, you know, participating on the Penn male team, he was ranked like, I don't know, 350th or whatever in the country. Uh, He didn't even appear on the radar. But he switches over to the women's side, 
and he's winning national titles. Um, why is that? Well, it's obvious. You know, it's because of his physical advantages as being a male. Jenny, while not denying a possible inherent advantage, also argues that it has as much to do with resources and training for female athletes as it does any biological advantage. I do give credence to it. Male athletes in many situations are better than their female counterparts. But also, I'm not sure we've given like a co-ed sports model enough of a chance. Historically, girls have gotten less, a less robust coaching They've gotten less training resources. The women's teams are given second-rate everything. So that hinders their development again. If we could equalize the way boys and girls are developed as athletes, the differences would be less pronounced. I'm not saying there wouldn't be any difference at all. They'd be less stark. We've seen girls make strides as they get better coaching. And I feel like when you have transgender women, if they were developed with the girls, brought up with the girls, Given the same level of coaching as the girls, you're, you're not going to see much of a difference. David has another solution to this issue of biological advantage. Again, if you're a biological male, even if you're trans, why can't you play and try out on the, men, on the men's teams? Why not? And either you're good enough or you aren't good enough. How is that harming them? They have the opportunity to compete just like any other male. They have an unfair advantage when they switch over to the female. But secondly, I've, I've heard some people proposing, I don't know how feasible this would be, but to have like trans athlete teams, you know, almost have like a third system set up where if you're a trans athlete, then you can play in the trans team and do it that way. The trans folks who are pushing this seem to be a position, it's all or nothing for them. They have the right to play and they view themselves as female, even though the science says otherwise, and they're going to keep pushing until they're in there. And if they do that, you're going to have a lot of uh, girls' high school teams. You're not going to have very many females on the team. It isn't about winning for Jenny, though. It's about the camaraderie and friendship playing with those you identify with can build. It comes down to what youth sports are about at various levels. For most high school athletes, for instance, they're not going to go on and play college sports, even sticking to the high school level. They're not going to win state championships. You get one state champion in any given division. It's not about necessarily winning and losing, but it's about providing a transgender child with an outlet to be themselves, whether it's as an athlete so they can just play with their friends. They want to, they want to play on the girls' soccer team because that's who they hang out with. That's all they know. And if you force them onto a boys' team, not only are you forcing them into a situation where they don't, they're not really friends with everybody around you, but you're also opening them up to a lot of harassment. While whether or not this rule will help or hurt transgender athletes and women's sports remains to be seen, one thing is certain. This battle is far from over. Thanks to Jenny Hoynowski, Professor George Sanders, and David Coleman for their help on this episode. And as always, this episode wouldn't have been possible without WWJ's digital team. Check out WWJNewsRadio.com for the top local news stories on demand 24-7. Make sure you don't miss out on new episodes of The Daily J by subscribing using the Odyssey app or get it wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Brian Fisher, and this is The Daily J. Thanks for listening.
We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Oh, 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 Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Now, with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission.